sure enough, this is the 122nd episode, which is pretty cool. Some people were comparing it to Ultimate Fighting. I know we have a lot in common with Ultimate Fighting, but there are also some key differences. And less blood. <laughs> yeah, less blood, although, you know, we have our moments. Um, let's see here. There's kind of a cool chat going on along the side here. We've got some um, what we would call Generation 2 members here, which is really cool. Um, and it looks like some folks are getting hooked on Dojo U. It's kind of interesting. And Lee, so Lee um, was saying he's a Generation 1 guy. Lee was saying Dojo can be kind of a, addictive. And um, it absolutely, it absolutely <laughs> is like that. It's kind of like binge watching TV, you know. You just sort of like put on the yeah. Netflix, just episode after episode after episode, and you just can't stop yourself. You know? Yeah, you can't stop yourself. And um, what we haven't figured out how to do yet, I actually was explaining to one of my younger students. I want to set up. This is a, a little bit of a pipe dream, but it, you could totally do it. I want to set up a Dojo U 24-hour TV station. <laughs> just just stream videos all day long. Yeah, like just random, just random order of videos, and then just when one ends, you know how Netflix now it does the countdown thing. The next episode in the series will start in like 15 seconds, and then you could just put it on and just keep it in the background all day. Um, when you did, there's, when you did there's one way to brainwash you. There you go. Absolutely. I mean, you, you. I wonder if you just left it on as you slept, if you would wake up significantly better at bagpipes or not. You know. <laughs> It's all very interesting. Right. And then that's that's phase one and phase two is the you know clockwork orange black room with you know sort of headgear and eyelids propped open kind of thing. You know. Wow, I wasn't really going in that direction, then, but <laughs> thank you for taking us there. That was nice. Um, I have this problem uh, as a dojo instructor. I have to have my layout right. So I'm getting rid of that. Yeah, I feel better already. Um, cool. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about what bagpipers do around Christmas time today. Although, really, um, I'm kind of hoping for it to be a bit of an open forum where people can type in stuff and ask any questions or you know see what kind of inspiration um, we could offer um, as far as Christmas stuff is concerned. I think the big thing that one of the big things that we built this year, well, we built our new website, which is cool. Um, but one of one of the things, it's not like the only reason we invested a ton of money, uh, but uh, one of the reasons we decided to invest a ton of money in a new website is um, we want to be able to uh, have cool gift cards because gift cards are um, what pipers really need in order to get relatives and friends and family in on their bagpiping habit. Right, because uh, usually wives and friends and family, and by wives I, I mean husbands in the case of uh, uh, women pipers as well. So you know, sp spouses, let's say, uh, spouses don't know what you need for your bagpipes, and even if you tried to explain to them, there would be apprehension that they were buying you the wrong thing. Um, and so that may, that has traditionally made buying bagpipe stuff tough for Christmas. So as a bagpipe business, we wanted to make sure that um, we wanted to make sure that that was a lot easier to do. So we now have gift cards 
at pipersdojo.com, and I will actually um, give you guys a link. Um, and it's cool. There, there's two types of gift cards. There's one kind that you can purchase and then print off, and then there's one kind that you can actually email, uh, that you can do an email form as well, which is kind of cool, especially if you have a buddy or a pipe That's major cool. or something. And, and no what, you know, better way to say thank email, you. <laughs> yeah, and the email will actually send on the date that you say. So you could actually buy it today and set the date for Christmas, and then your friend would get an email on Christmas with a cool Christmas gift on that day, which I think is a really cool feature. Um, we got that from it. We're like, Amazon does that. We want to do that. Well, of course, Amazon can do that because they, let's just say they make a fair bit of money and can spend it on developing gift cards. So um, so there you go. So what um, what are your plans, I guess, for Christmas as far as piping is concerned? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Who pulls out their pipes at holiday gatherings? So I'm always curious about that because it's always it's always one of those things that no one you know you always feel the urge to do it but it's never really maybe the proper forum because it's just a little quiet gathering everybody's sort of hanging out and you pull out the bagpipes can be a little bit much unless yeah. you're among when I was younger <laughs> my yeah when I was younger my family we always went to the relatives house and when we did that we always ended up bringing our pipes and playing a few tunes. And but we don't we don't we never we stopped doing that after a while and it, it, Christmas is just all of us going to my parents' house and my dad of course is a piper and we're sort of a pipe band family so Christmas is almost an opportunity not to play bagpipes and to just kind of like try and be normal man. for one day a year so we actually I actually don't play much on Christmas yeah cool yeah I always uh, we always I always do this there's this luncheon in the area here. Um, and uh, my daughter's dance school always does this sort of performance uh, during the luncheon, and I get to play a little stint in the midst of that as well. So I always play for them, and then I do my little sort of thing, and uh, it's always fun, you know, sort of little sort of holiday cheer kind of thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pipes and oh, church Eric wants, yeah. yeah, Eric wants small pipes for Christmas. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I hope I hope you've been on Santa's good list this year. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> yeah, oh, Will fun. is playing I, a tune at high school. That's cool. Yeah. Small pipes are really cool to do like holiday gigs. You know, they're just like really. I mean, it's just not as sort of sort of obnoxious as Highland pipes can be indoors. You know, um, and it's always you know a cool thing to have on hand for just you know impromptu gatherings or a little. Sort of performances during the holidays. Um, I haven't done that lately. I used to do that with the, my little Christmas thing that I used to do with the dancers. Just to have small pipes going as well, but not so much anymore. Cool Christmas parades. So you must live in a warmer climate then. We don't have too many Christmas parades. Yeah, that's always a <laughs> pipes and Christmas. It's like it's like a New Year's parade, you know, <laughs> pipe bagpipes. It's not something that's so it's cold enough in the springtime for St. Patrick's Day. Reads Across America event, Arlington National Cemetery. Now that's cool. You hear about the coolest stuff when we do this show. <laughs> that is pretty I cool. No, I didn't even know that kind of thing existed. Robert, is that is it, is it just you playing, or is there you know your band playing, or what's going on there? Is there a bunch of bands playing? 
Is that like a big deal? It's all kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Hogmanay, of course, is the traditional Scottish New Year's celebration at the, at the end of the year. Um, there's always a set of bagpipes going on at that time. <laughs> Sean is saying that the website kicked him off because he plays left-handed. <laughs> That's entirely possible. I've forgotten to yeah. deprogram that. <laughs> uh... Right-handed pipers only. Well, so it sounds like people are doing all kinds of things. Right. Never stops. There's always something. There's always some reason to play bagpipes, it seems. <laughs> holiday or no holiday. Absolutely. Just reading some of this good stuff here. Santa Claus Parade in Victoria. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. How cold it is over in Victoria this time of year. Not too bad, right? It's got that moderate, moderated climate there because it's close to the ocean. But, uh, um, but yeah, that's cool. I know Jamie Troy Jr. and Sr. Very cool. Sounds like they have a good time with that. Yeah. All right. I'm always wondering, you know, if you, if you have an excuse to play, you should grab it, you know, especially around the holidays. I think it's, uh, you know, it's, e it's easy to put them away in the box and leave them there, you know. You should always bring them out when you can. Absolutely. So, um, Vin, let's, let me ask you this. What are some of the best Christmas gifts you can get as a piper? Now, you might have them already. You might have some of them already. I but have so much junk. <laughs> um, Christmas gifts as a piper. I'm, I'm a book guy, and I'm a CD guy, so I, I always like getting, getting books and CDs that you may not buy for yourself, or maybe you will buy for yourself eventually, but... It's always a nice surprise to get that as a gift. Um, music in, in different forms, right? And, and that's always the one thing that people tend to forget. They always spend all their money on reads and other things, important things like that. But, you know, CDs and books are always a great thing to buy other pipers or buy for pipers. Because, you know, you're, it's not one of those things you need to sort of think about either. You can just sort of buy, you know, something they don't have. <laughs> you know? what, are, um, what are some of your favorite books? Some of my favorite books, like music books. Um, I just, I, well, I, I, right now, I think um, for sort of straightforward Highland piping, definitely the Scots Guards, if you don't have yeah. those. Those are great books. We, we put great those books. right at the top here uh, at the dojo. Um, Scots Guards are a little bit painfully expensive to buy on your own during the year. So they make awesome Christmas gifts, and they look cool, too. And all three volumes are sort of like essential, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, the first two especially. The volume three came out, what, two years ago or something like that? So that's a fairly recent addition. But the first two volumes are really kind of, they're chock full of pretty much everything you'll ever play <laughs> or want to play. Um, so any, you know, any piper sort of wanting to get their start, you know, uh, learning tunes, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a those are, repositories of tunes that you'll never empty, <laughs> you know, so um, in addition to other things, I get, so I, I always like branching out, so, you know, collections like uh, Fred Morrison's collections are, are excellent additions to the library, I think, some excellent tunes in there, 
um, Los Angeles collection, which came out I think last year. Yeah, see, we don't have that one yet. Yeah. We don't have Ross Angley yet. Yeah, excellent collection. Just, just good original music. Um, Here's a great one. Can you see my screen, by the way, Vin? Is this coming through? Yeah, I can. Just yeah. John McClellan. Here's a great one. I, I love this book, and I, John McClellan silently one of the great composers ever. He wrote tunes like Lock Inside, South Hall, Road to the Isles, Dream Valley of Glendoral, and stuff like that. And it's just like a really cool collection and getting inside of his brain is really cool. Um, of course, the Donald McLeod collection, you get all five books immediately <laughs> is what we should get here. Um, Sean is saying he wants a one-year subscription to the dojo. Um, you know, what's interesting is if one, it's actually surprisingly difficult to, um, to set up like give to give Dojo U as a gift, um, but once you're already a member, it's super easy. Like if you had a friend or a family member that wanted to get a Piper's Dojo gift card, we would be happy to apply that um, as a, um, credit to your account. So um, uh, quite a few people ask about that at Christmas time, and once you're in the position you're in, Sean, where you're already a member, it's really easy to. Um, you know, to give you credit and stuff like that. Um, just going through the books here, uh, Gordon Duncan's book is really, really fun and cool, especially for those that um, want to learn Thunderstruck and all that kind of fun stuff. I think that's in the book. Chris Armstrong's books, like, yeah, all this stuff is really good. And then we sort of wrap up with some uh, Ebrock Society books. Yeah, Beebrook Society books are always great if you don't have all of them already. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you can, uh, some, somebody could actually find out which ones you do and don't have and add to your collection. Eric wants the Fingerwork Fundamentals course. Do I have that right? Or do you just want to have good fundamentals in general? <laughs> That's just a little joke. Eric, Eric did, you, did you cover this while I was away? Well, I was away to, Eric wants the Donna McLeod collection. That's a yeah, we sort of we sort of talked about that. Must collection that everyone has has to have in their library, I think. Yeah. So um, here's the Fingerwork Fundamentals course, um, which is at which is still um, still on sale at a really great price right now. Um, that uh, you should absolutely purchase for Christmas. Absolutely, in the Instant <laughs> Fundamentals course. I actually just got finished filming the new Dojo Tutor, which we're really excited about. Um, because the new version is just going to be a hundred times better than the old one was. I think your next step should be trying to develop some sort of app for like the smart TVs. So you can just sort of like click in there and people just watch on the big screen, you know? Well, anyone that has like an Apple TV or anything along those lines um, can absolutely do that um, with the courses because they're all HD video and stuff like that. Um, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I know other things, you know, as far as other things you covet on Christmas, it's always, you know, there's always the time of year where I like to try reads, you know, so... You can't go wrong if you sort of ask Santa for new drone reads or 
Jana reads or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, then, then there's the new drone reads, right? So for me, Christmas is, you, you have to like, if you're really serious about getting good piping loot for Christmas, right? You've got to sort of diagram it out, maybe start a couple of spreadsheets. Like, what is the estimated budget for people who are going to be buying you gifts? And then pick the budget. For example, you know, um, if it's just one of your buds, right? 10 or $15 budget. Really, you should just get a gift card. But then you can get into stuff like Canard Evolution drone reads. Now, I already have a set, but if I didn't, I know I would want those for Christmas. Who do I know that would have a 100 and something dollar budget? Exactly. That's always a, a spouse gift, right? You know, it's sort yeah. of subtle hints to your spouse. Yeah. yeah. I'm, you know, I'll get her a diamond. I'll get her a diamond necklace. She can get me, you know, a, a, sheep, a sheepskin bag with pre-cut right. holes. Absolutely. There it is. <laughs> Eric was saying he thought it was just audio. Are you referring to the courses, Eric, or? Uh, yes, on iTunes. Well, the podcast is the only thing I know of that's on iTunes. Our courses, um, which we have um, two feature-length courses at the moment, and two more will be coming shortly in the new year, um, that uh, feature HD video. So HD video courses that you can play, um, which is really cool because if you, like some people do plug their computers into their TVs, and you can get the whole uh, big screen experience. Uh, let me um, show you the links to those guys. Um, you can see them in the course catalog thing, but the two big courses, which by the way, we're really proud of these courses. They came out awesome. Um, there's the fingerwork course, and then the instrument fundamentals course is right here. And then we're, we actually have two courses coming out, the, the new tutor, which is going to be made in the same format that these courses are in, because it's, it's been a really great format for us. And then the transitioning to the bagpipes course, which is a stepping stone from you know, the tutor into playing full bagpipes. Yeah, so um, Martin is asking, just, it's kind of interesting, we're kind of doing some Dojo updates today, but um, does the Dojo, does the new Dojo site work with iPad? Well, the site definitely works with the iPad, um, but the recordings of all of these sessions that are in this Adobe software use Flash. So um, you'll need to find something that will play Flash, and unfortunately, Apple and now Samsung too, they are at war with Adobe and they hate Flash, so they don't support it, um, which is a little bit of, which is a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, kind of annoying, because it's, I mean, there can't be, I mean, laptops kind of easy too, but you know, you prop your lap, you prop your tablet up and watch the videos with your channel, it's awesome. You know, and hopefully right. that'll change over time. You know, technology will sort of even out. Yeah, some people, yeah, Puffin is a good app. There are apps that simulate Flash that exist. And they're not perfect, but a lot of our customers have found um, success with a couple of different apps. There used to be one called Photon, but I don't think that one works anymore. Um, and so, yeah, here's what I would do is um, Google sells these Chromebooks now. 
Have you heard of these things, Vin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've been doing it they're for like, a while. Yeah, a couple of years. And they're, they're just sort of little sort of web-enabled. They're, they're basically glorified tablets with keyboards. Right. Um, Absolutely. And they just, everything's done online. So you have to have an internet connection to do everything. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it basically enables everything that you'll need media-wise, you know, um, whether it's, you know, office t- productivity software or media playing software. It's all done online in the cloud, as it were. Um, no, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's one of those things, you know, like, those, it's like not supported by Apple, but there's usually always some sort of yeah, shortcut that you can come around. around. Um, cause it all works off Chrome as sort of its basic platform. So. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and so like Chromebooks are cool, um, or just like, you know, cheap laptops that you can hook into a TV um, to seem to work See, really well. See, these are perfect items to ask Santa for uh, and put them on your list, right? Things that you need to experience the full potential of Dojo University. Good headphones, yeah. you know, a Chromebook, um, things like that. You, know, you need to talk about the night type stuff, but this is important too, you know. Um, there's another question here about the courses. Um, are they from the archive or entirely new? The courses are entirely new. Um, uh, we actually set up a little filming studio, and we've got uh, they're re-recorded. Now, granted, all of the stuff in the courses are found. You know, a lot of these topics are found in piecemeal fashion through all these different live classes that we've taught over the years. Um, but what we did is we compiled it into uh, a full-fledged thing, um, and uh, how does buying the courses compared to getting a paid membership? That's a good question. So the paid membership is sort of like a choose-your-own-adventure type thing where you can watch any classes on a variety of different topics and learn a bunch of different tunes. And what the courses are, they're more like, you know, so Dojo U memberships are kind of like going to lectures. I use this analogy a lot. And then the courses are kind of like buying the textbooks, right? So um, the courses, all of the information is compiled into a concise, like linear, um, uh, you know, pr- program that makes a lot of sense and, you know, um, has everything carefully laid out. If that uh, helps answer the question. Yeah, I highly recommend them. Um, you know, the price tag seems a little daunting on on the um, courses, I think, to some people, but, um, you know, it's 15 15 hours of video in each of those courses, at least. Plus, there's a whole bunch of bonus materials. And it's just a great way to get all that knowledge in one place. So you'll always have it um, to make reference to or to inspire, you know, a new phase of development. Yeah. Um, so it's there, there are similar things for other instruments and things out there, and they're way more expensive. <laughs> just, you know, so yeah. it's a, it's a, you know, this is bagpiping, and it tends to be a little bit off to the side of most instruments and music learning, but I think it's a quite the deal when you think about it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm excited for future courses. The problem is like it takes a long time to make the courses. It's not actually that long, but it's like it's a bit of a yeah. process. Like the tutor, even just copying and like we sort of copied all the stuff from the original tutor into a nice PowerPoint presentation. Then, you know, we upgraded it with a lot of the stuff that we learned. And then, you know, um, so you got to do that. And that that's like something like 287 slides or I can't remember how many there were. Uh, 
Actually, I can tell you right now. Bagpipe learning than you'll ever need, almost. <laughs> yeah, there's 250 slides in the tutor, uh, which which gets us from step zero all the way through, um, which is kind of cool. And then, then you have to film it all, which uh, takes about a week of only doing that. Uh, and then, then you have to set it all up on the website. But but it is happening, and it's pretty cool. So, um, and all of it fits on a nice little USB stick that someone can put in your stocking. That's not true. No, is it too big? Um, it's all on the it's all on the website though. Like you can you can watch that. That those courses are cool because they will work on any device. Yeah. Um, especially iPads and iPhones and stuff like that. So um, that's kind of a cool bonus of doing them all on video as well. We actually don't allow the videos to be downloaded to USB because um, there's just way too much. Um, pirating and sharing of that kind of information, and it's you know, it's sort of how we make our yeah. business work. You know, exactly. You don't have to justify it. Mean, that's the way the world works these days. So, yeah, Eric was saying he downloaded the four free courses. Yeah, that's very similar to what the actual courses are going to be like. Um, and oh, you downloaded the four free courses. How'd you do that? There are workarounds for everything. <laughs> the link is in the HTML. Well, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> there you go. Um, See, that's that's dedication right there. See, to do that, you have to, really, you have to have to really sort of go in and know your stuff and really think about it. And you know, and you're not doing it for any nefarious purpose. You're just doing it for your own, you know, utility, I guess. Eric's a programmer. Yeah, you won't be able to do that with the courses, though. <laughs> uh, the link won't be in the HTML, which is uh, which is cool. The free classes use a different platform. <laughs> Sounds like a challenge. Absolutely. Um, there you go. Here's your, here's, your, here's your tester right there. Yeah, buy the courses and let me know. Yeah, and then I'm sending you coal for Christmas. Absolutely. Um, but there you go. How do we get on this? How do we get talking about this? I don't know. Good media gifts. I don't know. It's a... um, great. Uh, let's see. What? Uh, where were we? So what is it, what is everyone else hoping for, bagpiping wise, in their stocking or under their tree, or on their loved ones? Sean is typing. He wants a new set of bagpipes. Oh yeah, cases for practice chanters. Yep, you can get a hard case or a soft case for a practice chanter. My case is really interesting. My case for my practice chanter is um, it's in, it's actually invisible. It's like <laughs> yeah, stronger than titanium, but you whatever can't flat actually. surface is uh, is available. That's the case. It's very similar to my pipe case or my backpack. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that sounds good, guys. People, well, people do, why don't, people do hang it. They have their they practice channels in cases. I never, I've never done that in in all my years. I don't. It's always something. Yeah, I've just never had a case. Around. Yeah, I never had a case. This is something that people do. I don't know. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's not uh, um, go too long today. I think that's cool. It was good to check in with everybody, and we will. Uh, 
get this posted up to the archive here. And then we will see you guys next week for another podcast. And, uh, of course, let us know anything that, uh, any questions you might have about potential Christmas gifts and we'll go forward from there. Excellent. Hope everyone gets what they want. <laughs> Absolutely. Christmas tunes next week. It's possible. Maybe. Yeah. I keep saying I'm going to do it and then I end up not really wanting to do it. Yeah. There are lots maybe, of Christmas maybe, tunes. We could, yeah, there's lots of Christmas tunes and carols. Maybe we could find Christmas music that's actual pipe music that would be good for Christmas. How about that? You know, like actual tunes that would be sort of in the spirit of the season kind of thing. You know? Uh, That's the special show. It's going to be an uh, arrangement of all your favorite Christmas parody songs. Cool, guys. Well, we will check you later on. Thanks very much for checking out our, our little podcast here, and we'll be back probably with a more in-depth topic here next week. Yeah, have a good day, everyone. See you later.